Hey everybody, welcome to Bearcat Insider. This is Coach Marsh and I'm here with Chance Kirby and we have Mr. Jacob Williams, the principal of the Pilot Point High School, and Todd Southard, the super, I almost said principal, old habits <laughs> die hard, uh, the superintendent of Pilot Point ISD and we are at the conclusion of the first six weeks and as a teacher and a parent and a coach, this six weeks has flown by. How's it, how's yes. it been for y'all? Go back to what you just said. I had the other day, I was at a meeting and someone, I introduced myself. I went, hey, I'm Todd Southern, the high school principal. And they go, no, Todd, you're the superintendent. I said, that's right. I am the superintendent. I oh, yeah. That. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, well, yeah that's a shame because you just got your first superintendent paycheck. So you should that should have been the first indicator. Um, in general, and we'll start with you, Mr. Southern, how has the first six weeks gone for Pilot Point ISD? I think it's gone really well. Uh, matter of fact, in a lot of respects, I think it's gone better than what I was, but I would hope for. Uh, you know, for us, again, I hate the three kids got sick. They only have three three cases. Uh, I was afraid we'd have had it shut down by now. Uh, kids have been fantastic. Parents have been fantastic because they understand what you know what we're dealing with here. Uh, and so, you know, I, I think overall, uh, I think it's gone incredibly well. Uh, we've struggled some with the online stuff. That is, that has been a hindrance and something that's come up. That hasn't gone probably as well as I'd like to. Well, uh, now hold the press on that. We're gonna. I have that question specifically for you here in a minute. I'm sorry. You're jumping the gun. <laughs> <laughs> so overall, you you feel good about it. Overall, I feel good about it. Yes. Okay. Uh, now, Mr. Williams, speaking for the high school. Mm-hmm. How's the first six weeks gone? In your first six weeks as a high school principal, mm-hmm. uh, how do you feel? I feel good. I mean, I think uh, kind of just to piggyback off what Mr. Southern said, I mean, it's it's exceeded expectations. Um, you know, I think as far as uh, kids, you will not find a better group of kids than we have here at Pop One High School. And I, I had heard that, uh, you know, before I even took this job, that these kids, uh, you know, are fantastic and they are. They're uh, just, you know, well-mannered. Uh, very, very respectful kids, and uh, and we've got a solid group of teachers here, uh, Mr. Southern. Uh, got to give him a little bit of credit here. There, <laughs> he uh, he did a pretty good job hiring some of these folks, and so you know the teachers have, have risen to the uh, to the occasion, and they've done whatever we've asked of them. So I'm uh, I'm extremely pleased. I think the transition has been has been pretty smooth overall. Yeah. Now, do you still feel like a rookie? You know, it depends on the day. Yeah. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, well, very good. Well, uh, you know, I. From a teacher standpoint, I think it's gone really well. Um, I, I've been very pleased with, uh, and from a coaching standpoint, um, I think it's gone really well. I, I was shocked at how well our kids adhere to things that you know you you would expect to be bigger problems. Absolutely. I thought masks were going to be a huge yeah. issue that we were going to get a, a huge just refusal from the kids, and they've done really well with they it. Have. Um, and and I've been very impressed with our kids, um, and so I, I I hope that it continues to go well now. As time goes on, things change. Are there any changes coming down the pike at the high school? You know, I mean, we're we're keeping an eye on the uh, the online numbers uh, because, again, obviously that's been a game changer for this year's in general, just the way that we've kind of operated. And so, you know, our, our numbers of online learners continue to go down. And I know we're going to talk uh, talk a little bit about online learning here in a minute. But I mean, I think as those numbers continue to uh, you know to increase with kids coming back, I think that you know we'll we'll eventually transition to a more traditional. Uh, way of doing high school. So those will probably be the biggest changes we see is just, you know, getting back to some normalcy. Now, if you if you look at just kind of the way things are going, um, 
I almost think that COVID is becoming an, an overused thing and, and people are starting to relax on it and it's not, is, are, are we going to see any changes with check-in procedures or anything like that at the high school? So, you know, and uh, Mr. Sutter and I have talked, I mean, we, we still, we want to exercise an abundance of caution. Um, you know, I mean, keep our kids safe. That's a priority always. Uh, you know, but I mean, again, I, I do think that we are, we're moving more towards a traditional manner of operating. As far as check-ins, I, you know, I see those continuing, at least for the, for the time being. Um, and, uh, you know, so those things will probably continue. We're, we're waiting for the day, as they say, we can take these masks off. Uh, nobody likes them. It's just a fact of life right now, but we're hoping that that's eventually going to be a, be a thing of the past. I hope it'll wait a little bit because then Coach David's going to make me shave. No, you're not. <laughs> um, but looking at it from a from the the wider lens of the ISD, Mr. Southern, um, are there any changes coming as far as district wide? Not right now. I mean, w- one of the things that I want to hit on though is we've got to remember, and we've always got to be aware of this is we are still in a pandemic. We've still got to take the the cautionary measures that we've got set up. Uh, the one good thing that we've had, you know, each six weeks we have the opportunity for kids to come back uh, if they're online and. We've about cut those numbers in half uh, as a district. So to give you an example, the high school here dropped from 91 to 44 kids. The middle school dropped from 57 to 23. Intermediate school dropped from 100 to 37. And the elementary school dropped from 75 to 38. Okay. So we've got we've got a lot of our kids starting to come back, which is I think is a good thing. Uh, they need to be in the classrooms and they need to be with their friends. And, and so, and I'd heard, and it goes along with kind of what I'd been told by quite a few parents when all this started was that, hey, you know, Todd, we're gonna we're gonna keep them out for six weeks, see how things go, and then if things are going pretty well, we're gonna we're gonna jump back into it. And so that's what the numbers are, are telling us right now. Okay. Well, and then uh, you know, I know we talked to Mr. Williams specifically about the high school, but uh, the elementary parents and the intermediate parents that still have the drop off line, everything they can still expect a, a smiling face to take yes. the temperature and, yeah. and everything. We do that every morning. Okay. Yep. And so uh, no changes as of yet. Does it change the capacity of Massey since the state backed up to 75% last month? I don't know. That's a UIL deal. Okay, so, so UIL I, hasn't changed. I haven't seen anything from UIL come out. Okay. Would you consider this online program a success so far? I think it's had its moments. I think there's some things to it that are good, uh, but there's been some things that have been struggles too. Um, we've had some issues with, uh, you know, some, some of the programs not working, how as well as we'd lock them to. You know, the, the deal is, Chance, I just don't think, and this is my personal opinion, I, I, I just don't think the kids get what they need off of those things the way they would in a classroom with a real teacher there. I, you cannot substitute good teaching in a classroom. I don't care how great the program or computer program is, it, it's just not the same. And, you know, one of our big worries is with these kids that are out there online doing these, these sorts of programs, they're not getting what they need. They're just not. You, you can't. You cannot swap out one of those things for for someone who does a really good job in the classroom. Is the pass fail rate comparable for any school versus? I don't know the answer to that. Yeah, I mean, and, and I'll chime in. I mean, he, he hit the nail on the head with you know just as far as the instructional program. I mean, it's not a substitute for the teacher. Um, and you know, as far as content retention and things like that, I mean, it, it's just it's not going to be the same. And so, what we did here at the high school is we tried to streamline it to where those kids at home, you know, everything was comparable. I mean, that includes assessments and everything else. And so, you know, I'll 100% go on record saying it's it's going to be tougher for those kids at home, uh, even though they're live streaming, you just don't have access. 
you know, to it. And so, I mean, the ultimate goal needs to be to get the kids back in the building. Yeah. It just does. That, and, that, in the end, that's what's best for them. Yeah. I mean, it really is. So, well, there's more to school, I think, than just the books. Absolutely. There is. Absolutely. I mean, there is. And, and I think that sometimes we lose sight of that. We get so caught up on the academic side of it, we don't think about the social side of it, and we don't think about the emotional side of it. All important factors into a kid growing and being successful. Yeah. And you can't do that typing on a computer. You can't get those things. Yeah, makes sense to me. So our, uh, I will say our teachers did a great job with it, though. I mean, they, they, in a lot of cases, they had basically two classrooms going on, and they, and they handled it like a champ. And I've talked to some other area principals, and you know, some, some of their struggles have been, you know, greater than ours. And so we've been blessed that our teachers kind of rose up and, and did what we needed them to do. So. All right, so Mr. Williams, I have a question for you, yes, sir. and. Um, you know, this has been a hot topic ever since that, um, you know, the pandemic dictated this, that parents can't drop off lunches to their child. Uh, and, and that was something that's a, it's a big adjustment because in mm-hmm. the past, that's something we've been able to do. And uh, it's been a good thing for them in the past, but circumstances dictated, no. Mm-hmm. Is that something that, that we're thinking about maybe possibly bringing back somewhere in the future? Yeah, we're, we're definitely looking at it. Uh, I mean, you know, one of the toughest things about this whole deal is that we, you know, we haven't been able to be quite as open door as, as I would like to be. This community is super involved, I'm discovering, and, you know, and we uh, we want this to be a welcoming place for everybody. And so um, that absolutely is something that we're, you know, we're trying to make sure that we can make happen uh, as quickly as we can, and, and we're definitely looking at it. So, yeah, we, we're, we're, we're working towards getting these doors as open as we can. Okay, and then obviously it goes back to something that you said earlier is any, any decision that's made right now, we want to make sure it's done with an abundance of caution. Absolutely. We want to make sure that we're able to uh, complete a school year with no hiccups. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I think people need to be aware of that in any decision that's made, even if they might not like it. Yep. It's not that we don't like you, Pilot Point. It's that just the situation dictates Absolutely. different things at different points. Absolutely. I remember on a previous podcast, you said after the six weeks, if someone was a home learner, they could choose to come back online. Right. What's the procedure for that if someone's listening that wants to make that transition? All they need to do is just contact that campus. Okay. And basically what they've created is a list, essentially a waiting list really, is, and then what we do is as we come closer and closer to the end of each six weeks, we have the principals and, or whoever get on Facebook and throw out there, hey, you know, now's your opportunity to jump back in and, and jump back on, uh, uh, and if they want to do that, they can. The reason why we cut it off for six weeks like that is because it deals with scheduling, it deals with personnel arrangement and those sorts of things. And if we've got kids coming and going all the time, <clears throat> it, be, it becomes a little bit of a nightmare uh, as far as keeping track of that stuff. So we went this route and I think it's worked pretty well. It, it makes it much easier for us to schedule and figure out how to utilize people and how, how big our classes are, are and those sorts of things. And so, but that's, it's pretty simple. And the policy's still the same. You can decide if you wanted to go correct. online if, at any time. Correct. If you're, if you're here, if you're here on campus and you know, you feel like, you know, suddenly we have a blow up and you don't feel comfortable about it, you can leave at any time and go back online uh, when you're ready to. It's just that those kids are online right now, don't get to jump back on uh, into campus and on the campus until uh, the end of each six weeks, for the start of six weeks. And then the other question I had, I'm kind of going all over the map. Has the ticket sales at Massey, do you guys consider that a success? Is there any chance in changing that 
or is it going to stay the way it has been? I think right now it's going to have to stay the way it is. Okay. Uh, I don't I don't see changing any of that up. You know, so far, as far as I know, Chance, we haven't really had any issues. I think I think everyone who's wanting to, to you know, has, has wanted to get in and watch games has been able to. I think the fact that you are broadcasting them like that you are, I think that helps a lot of folks that they can see the games and stay stay safe at home. Uh, but as far as I know, I, I've not heard anything as far as people, that, and that was my big concern. I did not want parents uh, not to be able to see their kids perform. And so, as far as I know, everything's going fine on there. Well, and with, after this homecoming game on Friday night, there's only two more home games. Right. And so, why why change up something that's working in the middle of this craze right. that's happening? Right. Um, and just so that folks will know, is we're actually on uh, homecoming that day, that Friday, we're going to open up the ticket booth at 3 o'clock, and that'll allow people, so we don't have a huge line outside, yep. that they can come in around 3 o'clock and go ahead and start purchasing tickets for the game. We'll be sure and let people know that as well. Yeah. Now, with homecoming and everything coming up, um, I mentioned this on our on our Bowie, no, it was our Peaster wrap up, that it was, and not to cause panic, it was a little alarming whenever I turned around at one point during the game. Uh, it was right after halftime. I was looking for Malayx. I always wave at her after halftime, and the amount of people that was there was awesome. Mm-hmm. The amount of people without masks <laughs> was not. Yeah. Um, and and so. I, I cautioned everyone in the in the Peaster wrap up that you know all it takes is one picture to go viral and yep. we're getting a call from the UIL and yep. um, you know I, I told them what happened with Legion Fields they they got turned in I don't know that there was any discipline their discipline was they had to turn in a, a COVID protocol and plan to their district committee as well as the UIL and to show that they had one. I think that's the first slap on the wrist and then it gets more serious after that. I would just prefer to have no publicity. Uh, I'm, mm. I'm pretty, yeah, I'm, I'm good with that. Um, what is the official policy and procedure on that? Is is there mm. one in place? Uh, is, there, is there any recourse other than just the fact that if they want to ensure that they can keep watching games, they need to mask up? Well, I mean, that and that, yes, to answer your question, I mean, they have, we have got to do a better job of this. I mean, we've done the podcasts. I, when I you put, say we, you're talking about the community, not the school, correct? We, is in, the community needs to self-police. We, 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 yes. And, and the reality is, we look up there in the stands, Chance, and, and there's, what, 1,500 people? I mean, sitting up there, there's no way nine of us can can police that. There's no way, and and so and every want to, yeah, no, you know, I mean, and I've said before, I don't want to get in a situation where we're up there starting to throw people out left and right. You know, we don't want to do that, and so yes, we we've all got to take responsibility uh, to make sure that we're doing what we're supposed to be doing. I mean, I've said it a million times. We've done podcasts. I had a big article in the paper about it, essentially saying the same thing. I mean, the word is out. Everybody understands what the repercussions are if we don't follow those. What else are we going to do? I mean, th this is something that regardless of where you stand on the mask issue, uh, we've got to follow those. And it's if we don't, where the UIL stands. it's very clear where the UIL stands. It's very clear where the governor stands. And so if we don't do those sorts of things, then we put at risk watching our kids play. I mean, and I don't want to get in a situation 
to where we uh, mess up our kids. I, you know, I, I don't want to get in a situation where it hurts the football team, volleyball team, whomever it may be out there playing. Uh, I, we don't want to go down that road, but there's absolutely no way in this world. I can ask and ask and ask, and I have time and time and time again, but we've got to do it. And, you know, everybody's great about walking in. Everybody, we noticed that the other day. Everybody walked in, they had a mask on. And, you know, and the minute they went up into the stands, they sat down and they took it off. And so, you know, they've got to keep it on the entire time. And I mean, it just is what it is. Well, I, I think the detriment to the kids is going to be if we have to chain the gate shut and keep right. people out. Because That's right. I feel like we have a, a home field advantage when we play at Massey. Because we do. The, the Bearcat faithful are, are there uh, in droves to support us, and they're loud, and they're awesome, and in my opinion, best fans that, that you could ask for. Um, and I don't want them not there because it just wouldn't feel right. It wouldn't feel like a Bearcat football game without them up there. Right. Um, so, you know, with, with that – Again, just just mask up. Just do what you're told to do. I know that sometimes that's difficult for people, including me. But uh, it is what it is. All right, well, we're about wrapping it up. Chance, anything you have? No, I think I've got all my questions. The contrarian is done. I speak to the people. Okay. (laughs) All right. Mr. Southern, is there anything else that you have? I think I'm good. All right. So, Mr. Williams, anything else that you have? Yeah, you know, we, we hit on uh, we hit on some positives that had gone on, you know, on this campus earlier. But, you know, just to kind of wrap it up, I mean, the kids here are doing some awesome things, uh, you know, in the middle of the pandemic, like Mr. Southern said. And, you know, one of the one of the things that I'm learning here is our student-athletes, they're, they're true leaders in this building and classroom and, and on the field. And, you know, volleyball in particular, um, I know they had a, a big game on, on last uh, Friday against Boyd, and uh, they pulled that off. And I believe they're 4-1 in district right now. And so, you know, Coach Booker is, is coming in new, and, and she's really got things rocking and rolling. So, you know, we're, uh, we're super proud of those girls, and, and uh, we've been keeping an eye on the, the things that they're going to do here as they make a run. Uh, cross country, you know, top 10 in the state is, is what I'm understanding. And, and Coach Price does an awesome job with those kids. You will not meet a better group of kids than those cross country kids. So they've, uh, they've done a good job. And then, uh, you know, and Coach David's doing a great job with the football boys. They're, uh, they're great kids. So we got some positive things happening uh, in the classroom and uh, on the field. Well, good deal. Well, uh, we sure thank you guys for your time. Uh, as Mr. Southern's phone is going off, it looks like it's back to the real world. <laughs> um, but, again, we thank you. This uh, this broadcast is brought to you commercial-free by our sponsors, Dana Walker with Germania Insurance, Pilot Point Post Signal, Ashley Marsh Photography, Pelzel Printing, Southern Junkies, Apparel, and the Nutrition Den. And last but not least, Chandler Cabinets. We thank our uh, we take our thank our sponsors for their generous support and uh, Bearcat fans. Make sure y'all support those local businesses. And as always, go Bearcats. Bearcats.